Welcome in, everyone, to a special emergency Dynasty Fantasy Football show on Russell Wilson being benched and what it means. Let's look at it from multiple perspectives, but first we're going to start with stats. So, yeah, it's interesting. He mostly actually showed improvement from 2022 to 2023. Of course, it's going to look better without Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett is a joke. So anything without him is going to be an improvement. But let's look at some specific specific statistics to kind of look at that. So completion percentage was better. 60.5% in 2022, which is bad, to 664 in 2023. That looks pretty good. Then touchdown to interception ratio. Again, 2022, not so good. 16 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. This year, 26 touchdowns to 8 interceptions. So not bad. Uh, Sacks took 55 in 15 games versus 45 in 15 games this year. Eh, I mean, they're both bad, but obviously 55 is worse than 45. But there are some other uh, stats that are also interesting. So yards per attempt actually went down this year. So per pass, he only had 6.9 yards per attempt this year versus 7.3 last year. And also yards per game. He went down almost around 30 yards per game. Just 204 passing yards a game this year versus 234 last year. And of course, the statistic that is not really a good QB stat, but of course is going to be used is win-loss as a starter. He was 4-11 last year and 7-8 this year. So he improved a little bit. Um, overall, I think what we can look at here is that Sean Payton decided to have Russell Wilson throw the ball less and throw downfield less, try to win with defense in the running game, and try to kind of have Russell Wilson be a game manager. It led to some more wins, but overall, it wasn't enough to lead the team to the playoffs. However, I will say, just based on these statistics, if it were based on only the stats, I would say that they should give Russell Wilson another year they should move forward. They should give him another chance because he did show improvement. He was definitely a starting level quarterback this year based on these statistics. And quarterback play in the NFL sucks. So what I think is that there is some more going on here. So let's get into that. Russell Wilson's future on the Broncos. My guess is Sean Payton was told something like this when he took this head coaching job. We cannot get rid of Russell Wilson for 2023. I don't care if you want to. We cannot do that. The cap hit is simply too great. If you can't make it work, try and make it work with him this year. But if you can't make it work, we'll cut him after 2023. If he is cut before the fifth day of the league year, a $37 million salary guarantee does not vest. So they avoid that 2025 payment. However, if he gets hurt, then the money's fully guaranteed anyway. So as long as he's healthy, the Broncos can release him before the fifth day of 2024 league year using one of their post-June 1 cut designations. What does that mean? What that means is they can use the post-June 1 cut rules before June 1st. They don't have to wait. Two players per year, they can do that. So they will avoid that $37 million charge and... They'll be able to split the salary cap hits over 2024 and 2025. They'd be cap neutral for 2024 with this move. They'd save money 
over the rest of his contract. A trade, basically impossible. So it would be this kind of straight release move. However, with a massive dead cap hit for Russell Wilson and no quarterback to replace him, the team won't be any good. But this kind of gets to what I was saying. I'm sure that Sean Payton was told, you got to deal with Russell Wilson for 2023. You have no choice. In 2024, if you need to do this, we'll accept that 2024 is going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. We, we, we can accept that. We believe in you. We want you, not Russell Wilson. You are our future. And then if you need to get rid of Russell Wilson, it's necessary long-term. We'll take a kind of cap reset year in 2024 and build towards 2025. I'm sure that's what Sean Payton was told. Now, building on that, let's talk about what the Broncos' plan is at quarterback, uh, that Sean Payton's plan. So Jared Stidham will take over and start week 17, but he's just a backup. He's under contract for next year at a reasonable amount. He'll probably be there, but I think is the backup. Now, I don't know what the Broncos are going to do because they're not going to have cap space to sign Kirk Cousins or even Baker Mayfield is out of their price range, I think. Nor are they going to have the draft pick to get draft a guaranteed replacement. They're right now 14th in the draft. My guess is that they sign a stopgap veteran as a temporary starter. And then if they happen to get someone in the NFL draft, I think they would do it. But you can't rely on it having the 14th pick. Now, those veterans include Gardner Minshew, who's probably played the best of this list so far this year. Jameis Winston. Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, maybe Jacoby Brissett. Of those, I think Jameis Winston is actually the one to watch the most. He has the connection to Sean Payton. Either way, it's not a franchise quarterback, but I think they'll bring in someone as a stopgap and look to solve this problem in 2025. 2024 is kind of a lost year for the Broncos uh, if they're really moving on from Russell Wilson. Now, as for Wilson as a free agent, I think NFL teams still see Wilson as a clear, lower to mid-end starter worth a middling quarterback contract. As I discussed earlier, his 2023 numbers are far from awful. They are not awful, especially considering how bad the quarterback play is around the league. I think a team will be willing to give him a two- to three-year deal, but a deal that's really only committing guarantees to 2024. I don't think anyone's going to give him any guarantees beyond this year. So essentially a one-year deal with some team options after that. The main teams interested in Russell Wilson will be the ones in quarterback purgatory, kind of like what the Broncos will be. Teams without a starting quarterback, but without a high enough pick to get a new starter. So the three teams on that list are the Falcons, the Raiders, and the Vikings. Now, Kirk Cousins is going to go to one of those places. Probably going to be the Vikings. So the Falcons and the Raiders are the top of that list. They have no draft pick to get a new quarterback and cannot continue with the quarterbacks they have. Then there's also the Patriots and the Commanders. Both of them can't be the second overall pick. And it's possible with the Cardinals being right there right now that neither of them are the second overall pick. So I could see either of them looking at Russell Wilson as a potential option. The commanders, I think, more likely than the Patriots. The commanders, I think, need a, you know, a veteran to kind of come in and there's a lot going on there. The Patriots, I think, are more likely to just want to start over with a young quarterback, uh, especially if it's Drake May. So, yeah, those are kind of the options. But he's going to be a starter. 
he's going to be a starter. So at least for 2024. So with that said, let's jump into his dynasty value. Let's talk about his dynasty value. So right now, I have Russell Wilson as dynasty quarterback 24, not including any rookies. So it's just behind Geno Smith and just ahead of Derek Carr. He just turned 35 years old in November, so he's no longer a young player. But as I said, he's clearly going to be a starter in 2024. Now, I have to see what his price is going to be in startup ADP to see whether he's a buy or a sell. Typically, though, I don't recommend trying to like catch a falling knife. I don't think Russell Wilson's value is coming back. If he signs with the Raiders, how excited are we? If he signs with the Falcons, maybe that's a little more exciting. He is on the Commanders. How exciting is that? I just think that this is the kind of thing where if I have Russell Wilson now, I'm going to hold on to him, see where it all develops, and then the second he signs, probably try to get rid of him. If you can buy him for a mid-second, maybe I would do it, but I don't think I'm going to pay, certainly not any first and maybe not even an early second. I'm just kind of mostly done with Russell Wilson, but we'll see what his price is. We'll look at the DLF trade finder to look at some trades. Now, if you like this video, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe uh, to the channel. Make sure to check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash fantasy advice. That's where you can see where I have Russell Wilson ranked in Dynasty overall and you know where I have Jared Stidham ranked for this week and my start-sit rankings, all of that. So make sure to check that out, patreon.com slash fantasy advice. The link is in the top right corner of the video. But until next time, I want to thank everyone for watching, and I will see you all later.